Hey there, it's Mark Fig. Welcome back to the Hobbyist Hangout Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things hobbies. What are we picking up? What are we putting down? We're learning new information about different hobbies, finding new things of interest. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about my longest running hobby, which is bullet journaling, but we're going to be specifically talking about using your bullet journal at work. I recently sent out a survey to my YouTube Instagram, newsletter, Facebook audience, and I said, hey, what are you interested in learning from men who bullet this year? What's top of mind right now? And an overwhelming response, the top two items were general productivity and using your bullet journal for work. Now, I felt like I was already doing that to a certain extent because I share my bullet journal online. I talk about setting up weekly plan with me's, but when I did some reflection, I realized I don't ever really talk about how I use it. I kind of show my spreads or I show what it looks like when it's done, but I've never actually talked about using the bullet journal method at work specifically. So we're going to cover all of that today. Before we get started, I want to let you know there's a few ways that you can continue to help support this podcast. First, just listening is awesome. I thank you for that. Another way is dropping ratings and reviews. If you like this podcast, you think someone else would like it as well, make sure to drop a star rating on your platform of choice and leave a comment and let me know what you're loving about this podcast. Of course, you can also share this with other people too. Hit that send, send it to a friend. You'd be like, look, this was your podcast. You need to listen to this. This is good stuff. The other way is you can drop a donation. Head over to anchor.fm slash hobbyist hangout and you can drop support, whatever you'd like over there of interest to you. I always appreciate it. So bullet journaling for work. Let's do a little bit of a background here and just say that about six years ago, I finally gave it a go. After years of trying apps like Evernote, to-do list, using the notes features in my iPhone, just none of it quite worked out for me. And I needed to find something that was going to help keep me on track. I don't know for sure. I got to look into this this year. It's actually on my list. I have to look. I think I might have undiagnosed adult ADHD. And I think it's something that I've actually um, had for my entire childhood. It was just never really identified. There's so many uh, indicators where I'm like, this could be it. And then moving into my adulthood, there's a lot of just challenges that I've had with just retaining information and and listening and kind of responding, forgetting things. And I really started to notice it was affecting me when I moved into my full-time career as a designer. Even early on with tasks and things that I needed to do, I was trying to find ways to work around not being able to remember what someone had just said to me or reading an email and then like, getting my attention put on something else and then never getting back to that email. So I was looking for different ways to do that. As I mentioned, Evernote was my first initial way of doing that. And I think it worked for a good amount of time. I liked the idea of having something digitally. I was kind of paperless is kind of how I wanted to go with things. I had my computer, my iPad, my phone, and I was like, I don't need paper in my life. But what I found after time is that Evernote was allowing me to jot things down, write things down. But I was having a hard time getting things back out of there. If I needed to go back to a note, I'd have to like use the search function and have to recognize my chicken scratch handwriting or the text I put in to find it again. And it just wasn't quite working out for me. I lost a lot of information in there. As I mentioned, I tried different apps, uh, checklist, Todoist, all these number of things over time, and I'd get really excited about them. And I'd just like hyper focus on making that thing work. And then I would go like a few days without using it, and then I would just not use it again. Not because anything was necessarily wrong with it. It just wasn't keeping my attention. It wasn't keeping my interest. And I just wasn't being successful with it. I felt like it was more work than it was worth. So a friend of mine told me 
about the bullet journal method. Early on, I was kind of not about it in the beginning, but finally decided to give it a try. It's been about six years now since that very first day. And I was like, okay, we're going to pay attention to this. We're going to learn about it. And we're going to try it for 30 days and see how it goes. And my need for the bullet journal method has always been around work, because that's really where I spend most of my time and doing work for work. So early on, mindset was we're going to use this to organize ourselves and be mindful about work. So when I first started, I just used a regular extra notebook I had from a design conference that I went to, just a line notebook. And I watched the bullet journal video start to finish. And I took down notes and then I set my own up. I made mistakes on the very first page. It was all kinds of a mess. But I said, let's try this for 30 days in this notebook before we buy anything, before we buy a proper notebook, before we buy any pens or anything else that we want to do. Let's just do this. And what I found is that it was doing the job. I was writing down notes. I was reading emails. And if I had to respond, I was writing down a to-do to make that happen. And I got such a rush and such an excitement and this little dopamine kick from checking those things off. I was like, yes, this makes sense. This is working. I'm doing things. I feel productive. This is great. And then after a month that I was just like, hell yes, I went and bought my very first doc notebook because that's what I saw other people online using. I also knew that I wanted to incorporate creativity into my bullet journal. As a designer, I wanted to try to add some color, work on hand lettering, do some fun things. But I also needed to make sure it was always functional no matter what. And I just fell in love with it. 100%, so much so that I created a whole extra hobby of Men Who Bullet and YouTube and this podcast and everything else just based off of that. It's opened so many avenues while always still being very useful for me at work. So here's a few ways that I use my bullet journal for work, and hopefully this is helpful for you in your doing or wanting to use it for work and see how it might work for you. So let's go ahead and start with the very first thing about the bullet journal method that I love. And that is the index. The index really is the table of contents. This is where all the things live. I call it the brain of the entire bullet journal method operation because every note you take, every page you create, once you have that written down, you add it to your table of context or your index and you can find it again. That has been so helpful for me because for years, just using a regular notebook, I'd write down a note and then someone would ask me about it a few weeks later. I don't know where the hell that thing was. I'd have to flip through my notebook to try to find it. What I love is that I can be much more productive because I can go right to my index, do a quick scan for the topic of that I'm looking for, find the page, and answer the question. It's absolutely amazing. And I love it for that reason. It's been incredibly helpful. So all of my one-on-ones, my reoccurring meetings, special projects, trips, all the things we're going to talk about and how I use my bullet journal for work are right there in my index and I can find them quickly. That is awesome, and I love it, and I think is really an incredibly important part of the notebook that I know not everyone uses, but it's important, absolutely for sure. I also use my bullet journal for notes mostly, really. Um, every reoccurring meeting that I have, every project that I start gets its own individual page. Let me start with reoccurring meetings first because this is what's been really helpful for me. The way a bullet journal method works is that you create the topic of your page, whatever that is. Let's say it's a Monday morning team meeting. And throughout the year, as you write through these pages, right, you don't know how many pages you're going to use. They kind of go all over the place. You keep track of where they are. So if I start Monday, January 1st, 
by the time I probably get to the second or third week in January, I'm well beyond the one page I started writing on. And then I just flip to my next open page, give it the same title and keep going and then track that inside of my index. So I always know where I am. It's so helpful because I know where that information is. Uh, I will take quick rapid logging notes during those meetings. If I'm running them, I'll jot down questions people might have or things I need to pay attention to. And it's been incredibly helpful for me. I can always know that I can go back to it if I have to remember something we talked about in that meeting. I can find those pages quickly and get someone the information that they need. I also use them for projects and project management. We'll go into deeper detail on this uh, in just a few minutes. I have a few other things I want to touch on first, but writing down the project that you're starting and gathering some information up front is awesome. Always knowing where that page is and then doing something similar to what we are doing with those ongoing meetings is keeping ongoing notes kind of collected together and tracking them in our index. So I always can go back from the very first kickoff meeting we had all the way into the end of the project and almost read it like a book because of the notes, the meetings and other things that have gone on. It's incredibly important. I also use this a lot for one-on-one. So early on in my career, when I was an individual contributor, I would have my one-on-one page for myself and my boss. And I would write down anything that I wanted to talk to them about, especially if I was going two or three weeks in between those meetings, something would pop up and I'd say, oh, I got to remember to talk to them about this. And I would go to my one-on-one page and I would jot down that note so that when I went to go meet with them, I had an agenda ready to go. This has also been incredibly helpful as I've moved up in my career to people management where my one-on-ones are not just about myself and my boss, but instead for the individuals that have been on my team. Knowing what's going on with them, what's working for them, what's not, what troubles are they coming across, what questions do they have, all of those things get captured inside of their one-on-one pages. Sometimes it's things that I do need to talk to them about, so I'll jot down a note inside of that week's note for me. Or if it's something they're asking me that I'm not sure of that I need to follow up on, I can write it down and get back to them as well. This is also really important if you've ever worked with somebody as a people manager that maybe isn't performing well. And over time, you're noticing a decline in their performance. Maybe there's some other issues that are happening. If anything goes to the point where you need to talk to somebody about putting them on a performance improvement plan or potentially firing someone, HR will often ask you for documentation. And this is a serious topic around this. As a people manager, it's something, unfortunately, we do have to deal with. But you have to have documentations of the conversations you've had, what's been going on, and just you know how you've been communicating to be able to communicate to HR appropriately. And having those notes over time are really important. Um, I've had people in my past where the notes I've had to take and kind of write out were pages. I think in some cases, I had more pages on individuals than I did necessarily on project work. Like it just was like that. And not everything is like that. It's kind of those are the extreme cases, but it's incredibly important and helpful to have those if you need those as well. Going into projects a little bit more deep now, similar as I mentioned before, those reoccurring meetings, I have the same thing for my projects. Sometimes I'll actually set up project pages for myself. It's a bit of a template that I have, and I've talked about this on YouTube as well, and I'll link that in the show notes below, but how to set up a project page for yourself. What is that project name? Who are you working with? Who's on your team? Who are they? What are their roles? How involved are they or not? What are major milestones or deadlines and things you're working to on a project? Just having that main page to kick things off is great. And then following that page up with different type of notes is really important as well, right? The ability to be able to look back on a project and see how things have gone or how they are going and then even reflecting on them later on. 
One thing that I've definitely learned about keeping projects in my bullet journal is that I do need to make sure that other people are getting that information. My bullet journal is for me, it's for my notes. Not many people are really looking at it. Sometimes they'll maybe look at it and be like, oh, I like the design you did on that page. But the information that's in there is for me. So I have had to learn over time how to be able to transition my notes from my notebook into a digital collaborative space and vice versa. It can be a lot sometimes, but for me personally, repetition has been really important. I didn't mention that earlier when I talked about how it's helped me, but writing things down more than once helps me retain information. So sometimes if I write it in my bullet journal, then I have to type it into something like Trello or a different type of project management tool. It's helpful for me. Same thing. I have this task due on this date. I'm going to write that in my bullet journal and see it every single day. So I know that I need to accomplish that task and then check it off. I get such a dopamine rush from checking things off. It's the other reason that I think that bullet journaling has worked so well for me is because I'm like, yes, I accomplished a thing. I get to check it off now. And then I get to look at this whole list of checked off things at the end of the week. It's awesome. And I love it. And I think it's like one of my favorite parts about the bullet journal system is checking something off. I guess technically you could also do that with a to-do list, but this is a lot more fun. I also really like using my notebook and my bullet journal for conferences or seminars or even classes that I'm taking. In the past, I have set up different journals or notebooks for class notes because it was a lot that was going on and I couldn't just maintain that in my normal work bullet journal. But anytime that I go to a conference or just kind of a one-day seminar, I'll create a new page for that in my bullet journal adding it to my index so I can find it again and just keep all of my notes in there. Some of my favorite bullet journals that I go through are ones that I've gone to a conference and come back with just pages of notes. It's amazing to watch a presentation. It's great to get those decks afterwards, but sometimes writing down these notes, circling it, putting exclamation points to it when it's a huge topic or something you've come over just does something for me that a presentation just can't really do. And I absolutely love it. It's again, I talk about all my favorite parts of it. There's so many favorite parts, but it's a really, it's like reliving the experience again, because you are kind of living in that moment. You're rereading your notes, who you were talking to, where to go, what information you were grabbing. And you're like, oh my gosh, I remember this is such a good time. And so I love keeping that type of information in my bullet journal. It works a lot better than typing it out. Something about listening, seeing, writing, Those senses working together just really get me pumped up and really excited. And again, it's like reading through a book again on something that's going on. I also will use my bullet journal as an itinerary, especially for travel. As I mentioned, sometimes the memory gets a bit shot. And while, yes, I will use something like my calendar or uh, something else or an app to kind of keep me on point, I also like to write out itineraries uh, as I'm going on a traveling trip, especially if I'm going away for business. Uh, I need to know when I'm leaving, what flight number am I on? Again, a lot of this information is probably on my phone, but writing it down for me is helpful. I'll also jot down notes on things that I want to do while I'm visiting a city, especially if you're going to like a big city like New York or or Houston or, you know, a big mecca city where you're like, there's so much to do. What are some shops that I want to go to? What restaurants do I want to make sure I'm visiting? Um, Sometimes I'll even write down like, where's my closest friend? If you have friends in different cities, like, can I meet up with somebody? Writing down the agenda for the meetings or the events or the conferences you're going to, you don't have to write it down word for word, but maybe there's some really important ones that you want to make sure that you're going to or that you get something out of or somebody that you want to meet. You can keep all of those notes and ideas inside of a collection inside of your bullet journal. 
And then do whatever you need to do with that information, whether you want to email somebody or put this in your calendar, kind of all starts in one spot and then can build out from there. And I really love that. I've talked about using my bullet journal for one-on-ones. I use them for goals. I'll set up goal pages for myself, especially if there's like yearly work-related goals that I need to hit on. I'm not always going into our online computer system to track those things. Like I have to in the beginning of the year, and I have to go back there for mid-year and end of year, but I don't find myself going back there often enough that I'm like, oh yeah, I did something with that goal. Let me go ahead and type that in real quick. I keep them inside of my bullet journal specifically because I need to see it, right? If it's not there, I don't remember it. So opening up my journal and seeing my goals page in the very beginning is really important to me. Reminding myself every month or two to revisit that page has been really helpful for me. So I have an entire collection page. Sometimes it's just listing out what my goals are. Other times I'm actually jotting down notes around that goal. What's a milestone that I hit? What's something that I contributed towards that goal? And another reason that I really love this and doing this in my bullet journal is that when the six months are up and I have to do a mid year review, I can't remember what I ate for lunch yesterday. I sure as hell am not remembering what I did three or four months ago regarding this goal. So as I go throughout time, I will read back through my bullet journal. Like I mentioned before, sometimes going back through your journal is like reading a book about yourself. And I'll see what happened. What projects did I go through? What extracurricular things that I do at work? What programs was I a part of and did I do? And then I can use all that information for my mid-year and I can kind of take that information, bring all the main points to kind of a mid-year review page for myself, and then use that as like a cheat sheet for putting these things into another system or checking them off in another place or communicating them to my boss when it comes that time of the year that I need to talk more about what I've done. It is awesome. It's also great if you're a people leader and you need to keep track of all of the milestones when you have people on your team. If any of you are people leaders or you work inside of any type of organization where you have to give reviews or you kind of orchestrate teams, remembering when those need to go out. If you send out surveys to others for those people that are around you for like 360 feedback, you have to remember who you sent it to, when you sent it, Did they send it back to you for you to get that information that you needed? And then did you actually communicate to your individual on your team the feedback that was needed in the time frame in which it needed to happen? So often I would get those emails and I'd be like, here's what you have to do for mid-year feedback for your team. And it would list out the dates and I'd be like, cool, go do something else. And the next thing I know, I'm getting a reminder email. Don't forget, mid-year reviews are due tomorrow and I'm freaking out trying to get information I just always stop myself, I create a page inside of my bullet journal, and I just write down those dates real quick for myself. And then I can take that information into a monthly overview or into my future log for reminders. And it has been so helpful, so helpful. So if you've ever forgotten things, especially around people leadership, and you're like, I needed to know this and I forgot about it, this this might be what you need to do for absolute sure. And then those end of years, of course. End of years, for most people, that's big money. That's when bonuses are coming around. It's when promotions are often happening. And you have to be able to properly represent yourself. So when you're going to your boss and you're saying, hey, boss, um, I feel that I've done a lot this year. I would like to ask for a raise. They're probably going to ask you, okay, tell me a bit more about why you think you deserve that. Now, in most cases, hopefully you've covered these things in your multiple one-on-ones and your mid-year reviews and things like that. But if you're not communicating or tracking those things, it's going to be really hard for you to try to prove out 
what you've done to be able to do that. You could be the superstar of your team and everyone might love you, but if you can't properly represent the things you've achieved in a year or what you've done to deserve that promotion, it's going to be a little bit hard to prove. So use that bullet journal, write down those notes, follow those goals, and then use that information to your advantage when you have to remember six months or a year from now when it's time to put in that end of year review. I haven't talked too much about the daily and the weekly setups that I do in my bullet journal because I'm saving the best for last. But no, th everything I've talked about so far has been very much about collection pages. It's talked about you know keeping a goals page, uh, keeping an index, keeping a project page. These are all kind of like big ticket items that you're focusing your attention on specifically. But not 100% of our week is spent on those specific projects. Wouldn't that be nice if we only had to worry about like one thing each week? So a weekly spread or a daily log is going to be really helpful for you in just jotting down the daily rigmarole. It's the notes, the emails, the things that people are asking you to do unrelated to your priority tasks. It just happens. So for myself, I'm a really big fan of a weekly overview page. And if you follow me again on Instagram or YouTube or any of these other platforms, that's mostly what you'll see from me because I really like a weekly overview. I can see top level big events or important things I need to follow Monday through Friday. And then the the rest of my page is usually for priority tasks or notes or just kind of other things that are going on that I need to pay attention to. And it's so incredibly helpful for me because I just see it and I'm rereading it multiple times throughout the day as I'm going on and I'm referring to other pages and notes. It's like a little mini encyclopedia for myself. Now, the bullet journal method talks more about daily logging than it does about weekly overviews. And really, that's just opening your page, writing down the date, and then just keeping notes and tasks for that day specifically on what's going on. You know, the next day comes in, you put down the next date, and you just start from there, moving things around, taking it with you, completing your task as you go on. You can really use it any way that you want to. I think it's beneficial. And I kind of do a mix of both, honestly, with a weekly and a daily, kind of all on this, you know, double parade spread or multiple pages that I do. I just find it to be incredibly helpful as most things around I've said about the bullet journal. I just love it so much. But for me, it is. It's the excitement of setting up a functional spread for myself for a week, knowing that I'm taking the time up front to plan ahead. I'm usually setting up my weeklies on Sunday. I'm going through my work calendar, digital, analog, paying attention to the things that I need to focus on. I have a deadline due on Friday. Well, I need to make a note to make sure I'm focusing on that on Monday so I'm not waiting to the last minute to get that done. I have a one-on-one -on -one with my boss on Thursday. I want to make sure that I'm sending them an agenda on Tuesday so we can be prepared for our meeting. And just jotting down those quick little tasks for myself has been amazingly helpful and it also looks really good to other people too. When someone's like, you're so on top of it. Like, thank you for sending me that agenda. I'm like, absolutely. I remembered that I had to do that on Sunday, but there's no way in hell I was remembering to do that throughout a week without a task for myself to accomplish. It's just a really great way to do it. It's a great all in one place to keep information and then kind of throw it out where you need it to go in the meantime. It really can be whatever you need it to be. And that's what I love about it is that I like weeklies. That's how it works well for me. You might be the type of person that needs something a bit different in your life and you can make that happen for yourself. And I'll say the last thing that I love about the bullet journal is that it really can be whatever you want it to be. It is a blank notebook regardless of the notebook that you use. It is a blank notebook that you fill with the things that you need in your life. The bullet journal method is just giving you kind of an outline that you can follow to make sure that all of your pieces are working together. The bullet journal method is not telling you how to keep your notes. It's not telling you 
that you could only do it on certain days, like you're setting those rules for yourself. So if you're the type of person that likes to set those rules for yourself and remember those things, the bullet journal method is great. But if you're the type of person that needs to be told or needs to follow a certain track, there's a lot of other notebooks out there that could be right for you that every day could be a dated planner, right? Every day it's the same thing, but you're writing down the priorities for that day and you're taking notes for that day. Then you flip your page and it's the next day, regardless of what you do. You can use the method in bringing things back and forth and creating collection pages the same way, regardless of the notebook that you're using. But I like the flexibility personally for the bullet journal, especially for something like work, where again, if I'm leading people, I need to have pages to have information for them. I can't use something like a dated planner or kind of a pre-done planner because it usually doesn't have the extra pages that I need. This year, I'm actually using kind of a split of two things where I'm using a dated planner almost exclusively for kind of work task and writing down notes and events and then using my bullet journal for those bigger collection pages because my planner doesn't have enough open pages to put collection pages, but my bullet journal, I'd have to like manually create all these calendars and everything. And I'm just not trying to do that. I'm trying to work more efficiently and a lot smarter this year than I have in the past. And I'm excited to see how that works. This will be the first year where I have two dedicated work planners. And I'm interested to see what happens there. Because by the time I get halfway through the year, I might be over one or the other or both. and <laughs> Just say, you know what, I'm just going back to my regular one bullet journal. And I'll just have to spend a little extra time setting up a monthly spread because that works well for me. I'm excited to see what that looks like for myself. And I'm always excited too to share that with you as well. You know, the way that I bullet journal and what I do, while the information in my bullet journal can be personal sometimes or things I can't always share, I love educating and talking about this with others because I feel like I wish that I had more people that did that with me earlier on when I was struggling personally and I could not figure it out. Like I have my one good friend. She was looking out for me when I needed a solution. Like luckily she was there for me, but not everyone has those people that are interested in figuring out ways to be more productive or to plan or to do those things. So if I can be that person for you, I'm happy with that. And hopefully you can explore more about the bullet journal method or just planning as a whole and find something well that works for you to help you be productive at work as well. So you can find out more information about the bullet journal method. Now I have videos that I've created on how to set up a bullet journal. So if you like hearing my voice and the way that I describe things, you can head over to youtube.com slash men who bullet. And I actually have like a beginner set up your bullet journal bare bones in a line journal, be done with it. It's my most popular video. I'm very proud of it. Uh, you can check that out there. Of course, you can always go over to the official bullet journal account, bulletjournal.com, and you can check out writer's videos there and everything else that you need to know about bullet journaling. Uh, I also have discount codes too with a number of different affiliates. Uh, bulletjournal.com specifically, you can use men who bullet 10 and get 10% off the notebooks or the accessories. They also have a bullet journal and beyond course that is right like going deep inside the method and expanding on even more. I took that, I need to do a podcast just on that, I think, in a video because it was so awesome. But a lot of different ways that you can explore the bullet journal method and learn more. And of course, there's the internets, right? You have the YouTubes beyond just my channel with people talking about it and doing different things. If you're not about the bullet journal method, there's another planner out there that I'm sure that you can find that is really awesome. I do reviews of different notebooks too. So you can really kind of try different things out. Just don't go all in. Just like, Give it a beat, 
give it a few weeks, see if it's something you're going to stick with before you go too far in. Uh, I need to practice what I'm preaching right now because um, my hobbyist tendencies, I'm like, ooh, that thing, buy all of it, and then use it for a week and then never touch it again. There's a lot around me that that does that. <laughs> On that note, we're going to end today's episode. I appreciate you hanging out and listening uh, to how I'm using my bullet journal for work. I know that it's a very interesting topic and I'm happy to talk about it more. If there's more things you want to learn, make sure to drop those comments. Follow me over on Instagram at men who bullet, throw me a note, let me know, or let me know in the comment section or in the reviews of this podcast, the things you're interested in, and I'll add it to my content list. I love creating new ideas and talking about things that you want to talk about as well. Don't forget different ways that you can support this podcast. Yet again, ratings and reviews, same way as you're dropping those comments about interested topics. Also let us that people know what you think about this podcast and you can also support with their donation over at anchor.fm slash hobbyist hangout as always i appreciate you so much for hanging out during the hobbyist hangout podcast all of the links for the things we're talking about will be down in the show notes below and i'll talk to you next time see ya